Father, tonight in the name of Jesus, we acknowledge that great are you. There is none like you. Do you want to pray in the spirit for just the next one minute? Just pray in the spirit. Forget about all the lies that the enemy is telling you. Forget about all the lies that the enemy is telling you. That you don't qualify. That you don't merit it. He is a devil. That is what he does. But lift up your voice and bless the name of the Lord. Yes, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you once again for tonight. We thank you for the opportunity to be in the congregation of the saints. We don't take it lightly. We do not take it for granted. In this month of overflow, you are just downloading unto us keys that will let your word come to pass in our lives. Tonight, you've gathered us here once again. Many, many, many people online connected from across the nations of the world. And Lord, those that are here, we synchronize our spirits together. And we agree unanimously that no one will leave here the same. By the close of service, let there be a transformation. Until there is a transformation, Lord, there cannot be manifestation of the supernatural. And that is why we ask that your word transforms us tonight. Lord, give us a hearing ear and a perceiving heart. Lord, that we might mix the word that we have heard with the necessary ingredients for manifestation. The Bible says that, and the word was made flesh. So until we make the word flesh, it will not dwell amongst us and we will not behold the glory of the word. Let that be our portion tonight that the word will be made flesh by us. He said, unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the gospel preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith. Grant us the potency of faith that the word being prayed tonight will be mixed accordingly that we might receive the benefit and the blessings thereof. We take authority right now against any unclean spirit, every spirit of doubt, every spirit of disbelief, every spirit of tiredness, every spirit of sleep, every spirit of laziness in the name of Jesus, whatever the enemy want to use, distractions, whatever, we arrest them in Jesus' name. We take authority right now. We cast them into the abyss never to return. Amen. The name of Jesus. Let the word flow freely. And let us be blessed in Jesus mighty name. Somebody shout me a believing amen. amen. Come on give a clap unto the Lord. And you want to take your seat in heavenly places. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Working the word for overflow. God has already given us the word. That is what I'm preaching about. Working the word for overflow. Working the word. Working the word. Working the word for overflow. Hallelujah. I'm pretty sure that you guys will have to be there because you will be doing something for me very soon. Working the word for overflow. Now let me start from Acts chapter 19 and verse number 20. I want to welcome each and every one of you into the house of the Lord. One of the things that you must understand, those of you online too, I need you to um, know that you are well welcomed. Amen. Now one of the things that you got to understand is that 
The enemy is a strategist. When he is fighting against the children of God, he uses all manner of arsenals. He's got so many arsenals. He's got so many weapons that he uses. Sometimes he fights against your mind. Now, he knows that the most important thing in your life is the word of God. Shana, Bible says that in John chapter 1 verse 3, never you forget that scripture. It changed my life the day God gave me another perspective of it. John chapter 1 verse 3. He said, and, and, and before we come to Acts chapter 19 and verse 20, but John chapter 1 verse 3, he says that, and there was nothing made that was made without the word. Look at it. All things were made by him. And without him was not anything. Somebody say anything. Without him, without him was not anything. You forget about the rest. Without him was not anything. Without him was not anything. Without him was not peace. Without him was not progress. Without him was not health. Without him was not sound of soundness of mind. Without him was not what you are expecting. So he says that without him was not anything made that was made. Hallelujah. So if there is anything that you got to go for, you got to go for what? The word. When a baby is born, nobody teaches the baby to look for the breast. But you see the baby with the mom, one, 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 one. what is he looking for? Looking for breast. Hallelujah. Because it is an inbuilt appetite, inbuilt desire. Now, when you are born again, can you give me the book? Thank you, Holy Spirit. Can you give me the book of James chapter 1? And look at verse number 18. Look at James chapter 1 verse 18. He said, of his own will begat ye us okay look at it of his own will begat he us with the word of truth so we have been born by the word will be sustained by the word hallelujah we have been born by the word we will be sustained by the word anything that gives you anything must be sustained by that thing so if you do some you know you, you do some schemes and all that to get to a position. You must continue with the schemes to maintain that position. But if God puts you at a place, nobody, one billion demons cannot overthrow you. And I pray that God will position you in Jesus' name. That is what Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes. He said that when you are marrying and then you bring your marriage under the ordinance of God. He said a threefold cord cannot easily be broken. It doesn't matter. The storms will blow. The wind may blow. The, 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 the waves may blow into the boat. But it will still be solid. Because that which is born of the word will be sustained by the word. And the Lord said that heaven and earth shall pass away but my word shall never pass away. So anything can pass away but the thing that is built on the word of God cannot pass away. And I see your life and everything that the Lord has promised you growing and increasing in Jesus name. If you are the one I'm talking about let me hear your believing amen. Acts chapter 19 and verse number 20. So mightily grew the word and it prevailed. So mightily grew the word and it prevailed. Until the word grows in that area of your life. That area of your life will not prevail. Now look at it very well. He said, can we all read it together online and in-house? Ready, go. So mightily grew the word. And what happened? And prevailed. Now, so if you want your finances to prevail, find out what the word says about finances and apply. Let it grow there. Hallelujah. That is why in this house, and I told you, one of the things that we do in this house is that every time that we meet, we download what? God bless you. Ah, Charlie. This house, I love you. Amen. We download what? 
keys because the kingdom is made up of keys. When Jesus was giving something to Peter, he didn't say that, Peter, I will give you um, a very powerful fishing boat. He didn't say that even the net that you use, you cast to, to, to get the, uh, 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 the bumper harvest. Go and bring it and let me anoint it more. No. He said, I'll give you the keys because a person with keys can never be frustrated in life. Many people are frustrated in life because they don't have keys. But if you have a key, uh, if you have a key, you just get to the door and then you open and then you enter. Hallelujah. When the place is dark and then you have the key and you know the door, you can still enter. But when it is broad daylight, the sun is blazing. And then the sun is very hot. Like nowadays, the way the sun is very hot. And then you don't have the key. And then you get in front of the door. You'll be frustrated. You'll be sweating. And then you go like, can't I just enter? And if you break the door to you, are a thief. Because it is only thieves that break where they are not supposed to break. When they can have access. I pray that God will give you keys in Jesus' name. So today, I'm talking about the key of working the world for overflow. Because the Lord has already spoken concerning this month. And I told you on Sunday that anytime the Lord speaks, hold on to the Lord. Hold on to the word. And I'm going to give you about three or four keys that will let the word profit. So mightily grew the word. The word must grow. You see, the word must grow. The word must grow. If at the end of the day, there is a baby. And the baby one year, two years, three years, four years, the baby is still the same baby. Everybody will be concerned. Everybody will be troubled. Hallelujah. Because the baby is not growing or the baby is growing inside. Instead of money. <laughs> it's a powerful statement. <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So the word must grow. If the word grows in certain areas of our lives. So anytime we come into the house of God. What we come for. And please listen. Anytime you go, you, you hear a message. The underlining fact is what must I do? If the what must I do is not answered, you didn't get any key. In the book of Acts chapter 2, and verse number 37 to 39, Peter and John and the rest, they preached a powerful sermon when the Holy Spirit descended. They started from the genealogy of Jesus. Spoke about how Jesus came. How people ignored him. How salvation came. How people ignored him. How the, uh, uh, the prophets of old had prophesied and spoken about Jesus. And Jesus came. Yet people didn't see him. And they crucified him. And he was raised again. And he gave promises. And all the promises have come to pass. And this and that and that. And then they were telling and explaining what was happening. As a result of the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And the people were so amazed. Bible said that their hearts strike them. And they knew that they were hearing the truth. Now look at it. Now when they heard this. They were pricked in their heart. And they said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles. Men and brethren. What shall we do? If you go to any service. You listen to any message. And the what shall we do doesn't come. You have not received the key yet. Praise the name of Jesus. Ty, are you here? You got to know. So, with all this that is being said, what must I do? And listen, listen. When you receive the what must I do, you got to walk with it. And you got to work the word out. Amen. Say, in the name of Jesus, from today, I will work the word. Because the word must be worked. Praise the name of Jesus. Verse 38. 
Okay, let's start from 36. And, and, I, and then Peter, give me, just maintain it. Man, just maintain it. Look at verse 38. And then, now Peter told them what to do. The next verse, verse 38. Then Peter said unto them, repent and be baptized. Every one of you in the name of Jesus. So all the message that Peter preached for about three hours, the key is that repent and be baptized. If you do this, the rest will come to pass. Amen. Now, in Acts, Acts chapter 19, okay, now verse number um, 10 and 11, let's quickly read something there. You know that in verse number 11, Bible says that out of the body of Peter came aprons and handkerchiefs and they laid them on the sick and they recovered and evil spirits, evil spirit departed by the application of the mantle. Okay, I used, I, I mean, a couple, two weeks ago, I explained all that, but what made this powerful thing happen? Verse number 10. And there was a certain disciples at Damascus, chapter 19. Chapter 19, verse 10 and 11, I said. Now, so let's start from verse number 10 of chapter 19. Of course, I've already told you what is in chapter, chapter 19, verse 11. That out of the body of Paul came aprons and handkerchiefs. They laid them on the sick. They were recovered and all that. That was part of my message on the mantle. Now, but look at verse number 10. What made... Paul, so powerful that out of his body came aprons and handkerchiefs. They laid them on the sick and they recovered. And this continued by the space of two years so that all they who dwelt in Asia heard the word of the Lord Jesus, both Jews and Greeks. Look at verse 11. And then God wrought special miracle until the preaching of the word comes. Special miracles cannot come. Amen. Amen. Until the preaching of the word. So you realize that sometimes when the word is coming, that is when the enemy will bring all manner of distractions. People can jump, people can dance when it is praises and worship time. But the moment the word starts coming, that is when their sleep comes. There are people who use the Bible as a sleeping pill. They will never be able to sleep. They can toss here and there. They can change about 20 pillows when they are sleeping. And then they can visit the restroom about seven times before this. Just say, the sleep is not coming. But when they take the Bible, I mean, they can be on Facebook, on TikTok, on... Come on, I'm preaching good, baby. Hallelujah. Instagram and all that. It will be fine. But when they pick the Bible, why? Because the enemy knows what the word can do to an individual. So here we are. The Lord says that the month is a month of overflow. The question is not, Lord, how is it going to be? But the question you and I must answer is, what must we do? Because when the Lord speaks, the word I explained on Sunday, that when the Lord speaks, the word is like an egg. Every egg has the potential of, of, of making a, a, a life. Listen very well. Whether the egg you have been frying in your kitchen, <laughs> all of them are chickens. Oh, all of them are chickens with feathers that you are eating like that. The only difference is that something that should be added to the egg to make it a full chicken was denied it. Do you understand? Yeah, huh? The one that made chicken, that thing was not denied it, and that thing is called the sperm. So when the sperm enters that egg automatically it changes <laughs> it is no more eatable fresh egg now it is fertilized egg that is capable of producing another life now that is how the word is the word preached is like an egg okay but when the word preached 
comes into this container called this earthen vessel, we got to mix it with a sperm called faith. When you mix the word in you with faith, oh my goodness, Bible said that and the word became flesh. Somebody got to make the word flesh. You mix it. So Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2. He said unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the gospel preached did not profit them. Even though they received it, they did not mix it with a sperm called faith. That can make it fertilized. So that in John chapter 1 and verse number 14, the word will become flesh. The word will be made flesh and it will dwell amongst us and will behold his glory. So until the word is made flesh, until we fertilize it by applying faith to it, by holding the law to, to it, by, by, by believing the word, we, uh, until we do that, ladies and gentlemen, the word preached will only be an egg in our system. And we will be complaining. Why are we not having life? Why are we not having productivity? Why are we not having profitability? But the Lord said that the word must be made flesh. When you receive it, mix it up with faith. Say that, listen, this word, I'm going to die with this word. You say that I'm walking through the month with this word. You wake up, the word is fresh on your head, on your mind. I am unlimited. By the way, our night of supernatural encounter for this month, the Lord told me it is a night of unlimitedness. Is it something like that? Anyway, the theme is I am unlimited. I thought you'd be excited. <laughs> and after that night of supernatural encounter, everything about you will be unlimited. Amen. So the word must go through a process what must i do that must always be the question that we must answer anytime god gives a word because in as much as the word is potent and the lord says that the word that i've spoken will not return unto me void there is a role Najal, that you must play that i must play that will make the word potent God has given many words in the Bible that looked like it failed. It didn't fail, but the, the receivers did not mix it with faith. I can give you examples of open examples. God, how many years did God tell the Israelites that they were going to be in captivity? You are in this house. You should know the answer by now. I'll, I'll mention names. <laughs> how many years? 400 years. But how many years did they stay? Yeah. 430 years. They were, God himself told them, Conan, that God told them that, God told Abraham, in Genesis chapter uh, 15 and verse number 13, he said that your descendants will be in captivity for 400 years. In Genesis, in Exodus chapter 12, from verse number 40, 41, there about, Bible said that they stayed for 430 years. Was God, now the sojourning of the children was 430 years. Meanwhile, God said they will stay for 400 years. Who, who, who made a mistake here? Was it God that was a false prophet? They didn't do something that they had to do. So what must we do for the overflow mandate of the month of September to come to pass? Otherwise, we make God a liar. And Bible said that let every man be a liar and God alone be truth. God cannot lie. He cannot lie. If he said overflow, it is overflow. Uh-huh. You overflow in this month. Say, I believe it. And say, I receive it. So, my assignment in the next 20 or so minutes is to explain to us what we must do in order 
for the word to be worked for the overflow mandate to come to pass. Number one, just give you three points or four. Number one, and if you are writing, let's be very quick. Number one, hear the word from God. Hear the word from God. Write it exactly like that because I'm going to explain it. Here, in order for you and I to have the manifestation of the word, hear the word from God. In working the word out, the key, the first key is that hear the word from God. What am I saying? What am I saying? Because many people hear the word, but they hear it from men. If I send, if I send Germany to you, Chantel, if I send her to you right now, Germany, come, come, honey, come. Let's, let's, you know me, I like practicals. Now, if I give this one, um, uh-huh. Okay. Now, why didn't she bring it to Dahlia? Because when I sent her, I gave her an audience and I gave her a message. Now, what she did was not what she wanted to do. What she did was what I wanted to be done. And she carried it out. So, she was just a vessel. Now, if she went there and then she began telling her that, oh, come on, uh, why are you bringing me this? I don't like it. She has not rejected what she was. She had not rejected her. She had rejected me. Does it make sense? Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, so most of the times when God speaks and he uses an interface and the lord will always use an interface the reason why the lord will use an interface is because the lord wants you to identify and understand what he's trying to say so the lord may use an interface now when this interface comes and then you receive the word as from the interface and not as from the sender through the interface you make a mistake the first thing is that anytime God gives a word, receive or hear the word as the word from God, not from the interface. It is good. Give a clap unto the Lord. <laughs> God bless you, honey. <laughs> Hallelujah. Many people receive the word as a word from man. So they miss the import and they miss the manifestation. For the word to be flesh, first of all, hear the word from God. Give a clap unto the Lord. In Jonah, the gospel of, the gospel of Jonah, <laughs> chapter 3, from verse number 1 all the way to 10, there was a very powerful scenario that happened there. We all know what happened. Bible says that the Lord sent Jonah. Now look at it. And the word of the Lord, the word of who? The came to who? Jonah. Okay. The second time. And what was, what was the word? Look at verse number 2. And the word said, Arise and go to Nineveh, that great city, and preach unto it, that the preaching that I bid you. So you see, the Lord sent Jonah. Now re- remember, Nineveh was a country or a nation that had killed many prophets, many men and women of God. They didn't like the gospel. They hear you preaching, my goodness, they will finish you. So, that one of the reasons why Jonah didn't want to go was because he wanted the Lord to punish Nineveh for all the massacres that they have done against his prophets. And number two, he was also scared, you know, but the Lord told him, I'll be with you. So, he went. Now, so when he went, understand that Bible says, and the Lord said unto Jonah, go to Nineveh and preach 
the preaching that I will bid you. Verse number three. And so Jonah arose and went according to the word of the Lord. Now Nineveh was an exceeding great city of three days journey. Now verse number four. Now from verse number four to six, look at it. And Jonah began to enter into the city a day's journey. And he cried and he said, yet 40 days and Nineveh shall be overthrown. Yet 40 days and Nineveh shall be overthrown. That is all that he was preaching. Yet 40 days and Nineveh shall be overthrown. Nine words. He will not preach anything. They said, sir, what are you talking about? What must we do? He wanted God to punish them. So he limited the message. Yet 40 days, God will destroy Nineveh. Yet 40 days, God will destroy Nineveh. Okay, God, if I don't go, maybe you let the, the first time a, a whale swallowed me. Maybe this time a whirlwind, a hurricane will swallow me. So I will go. But I'm going to preach exactly what you have said. I won't explain anything because I want you to punish them. 40 days, Nineveh will be overthrown. 40 days, sir, what are you saying? 40 days, Nineveh will be overthrown. But the people were wise. The people were smart. Shana, look at the next verse, verse number 5. So the people of Nineveh believed God. They didn't believe the word as a word from Jonah. They believed God. They received the word as a word from God. He said, so the people of Nineveh believed God and proclaimed a fast and put on sackcloth from the greatest even of them. Now verse number 6 says that, look at, for, for word came unto the king of Nineveh and he arose from his throne and he laid his robe from him and covered. He heard the word from Jonah, but he did not take it as the word from Jonah. He took it as the word from God. Verse number 7 says what? Look at verse number 7. And he caused to be proclaimed and to be published that nobody eat for three days. No beast, no flock, no animal, no birds. If you are raising any animal, they shouldn't eat for three days. Verse number eight. And Bible said that, but let man and beast be covered with sackcloth and cry mightily unto God. Yea, let them turn everyone from his evil way and from the violence that is in their hands. And verse number nine says that, who can tell? Maybe God. So you see that all the references, glory, all the references the man was making was at, unto God, not unto Jonah. Do you understand? For the word to be made flesh, the first thing you, we, we need to do is to receive the word as from God. Not as from my son. Not as from my friend. Well, it is my, my husband that came to talk. It is my wife that came to talk. It is my son. It is my daughter. It is my mother. It is my sister. It is my friend. It is my classmate. You will miss it. Because God will always and forever use a, an interface. And that interface can be a human interface or can even be an object. I have graven and then I saw a scenario of natural things and then I saw a message inside it. Hallelujah. Glory be to Jesus. Verse number 10. Look at verse now. And God saw their works. Somebody say God saw their works. So there is something that you can always do with the word. That will become works. So the other day the Lord said, that will become works. Works. So the other day the Lord said, I know your works. I know your works. When you receive the word and you do what the word is saying, it is considered works. Praise the name of Jesus. Now I'll give you one more scripture and then I'll quickly move on. Now the other scripture is in Exodus chapter 9. When you read from verse number 18 all the way to 25, Bible said that the Lord sent Moses. He told Moses, Exodus chapter 19, sorry, chapter 9, from verse number 18 all the way to 25. The Lord told Moses, He said, Go and tell Pharaoh that I'm going to send hailstorm from heaven and it's going to kill both beasts and animals 
in the forest, in the field. Now, jump to verse number 20 to 21. Bible says that he that feared the word of the Lord, it was Moses that spoke. But Bible said that he that feared the word of the Lord among the servants of Pharaoh, even amongst unbelievers, if they receive. One day I was somewhere, I went, I was actually traveling, huh? and then at a particular airport, and then somebody said, oh, my man of God, oh, my prophet. And then the immigration officer over there said, hey, are you a man of God? I said, yes. He said, please, can you pray for this and that and that and that and that for me? You see, I didn't know whether he was a believer or not. But the moment he heard, he's a man of God. When we went to Clarksville last Thursday, and then we finished the service, one of the custodians of the place, a lady, she quickly ran to me. She said, man of God, I want you to pray for my family on this and that and that and that and that. She didn't say that, well, it is some church that is. And when we go, I see that intentionally, they will all be at the lobby. As if they are working, but they are listening to the message. The last time, last two, three weeks, when we finished, that gentleman came. He said, my goodness, that was a good word. You don't know what that word did to me. Meanwhile, there may be members in the, in the auditorium. Hey. Papa, you got to finish first so that we can eat some pizza and go away somebody outside beyond was soaking the word he said my goodness if only i could be hearing this every day i will never be the same when we finished he came shook as he said a man of god that you have no idea what that word did to me he was not the one we i was sent to but bible says in john chapter 1 verse number 10 11 and 12 look at john chapter 1 verse 10 11 and 12 he said that he said and john chapter 1 verse 10 11 and 12 he was in the world the world was made of him and the world knew him not unfortunately verse number 11 he came unto his own and his own received him not because they were expecting the messiah to arrive from space that the heaven will be open and then there will be a surprise wind and then it will tone down a bit and then to come and then it will tone down a bit and then to come and then they will know that something is happening and then they will hear a still small voice hear ye people of Murfreesboro I heard the Lord I am coming Aha! Uh-huh. then we know that you will never hear that so in the book of Matthew chapter 10 verse 40 and 41 he that receives you receiveth me Look at the scripture. Matthew 10, 40 and 41. He that receiveth you, receiveth who? Me. And he that receiveth me, receiveth him that sent me. So God sent Jesus. Jesus sent us. We came unto the people, but he came unto his own. His own received him not. But go back to the John chapter 1 and look at verse number 12. But, Emmanuel, but as many as received him, no limitation. Say no limitation. But as many as received him, to them gave he the power to become the power. The power. This is not dunamis. This is exousia. This power is exousia. It's like the power of attorney. The power where, which can make you change. You know there are people that were not born in America but now they are Americans. That was by the power of exousia. The power of change of nationality. 
He said, as many as believe, as many as received, to them gave he the power, the power, the exousia, to become the sons of God. When you read the book of Romans chapter 11, and I want everybody to take time and read Romans chapter 11, the whole of Romans chapter 11, from different versions, you will know that salvation never belonged to any of us. He says we have been engrafted. We have been engrafted. He said that the, the, the actual vine, the actual branches were growing wild grapes. So the Lord came and cut it off. And then he has engrafted us in. As many as received. Do you understand what I'm saying? So hear the word from God. Not from man. When you are hearing the word from God, you will do two things. Number one, you will receive the career of the message in the name of the sender. Not in the name of the career. When you are hearing the word from God, you do these two things. Number one, you receive the career of the message in the name of the sender, not in the name of the career. And number two, you believe his word as from the sender, not as from the career. I will say it again. If you are hearing the word from God, these two things are evident. Number one, you receive the career of the message in the name of the sender, not in the name of the career. And number two, you believe the word of the career as from God and not from the sender. Say me a believing amen. amen. Listen, the authority of who you hear the word from is what will determine the enforcement of the word. Yeah. The authority of who you hear the word from. If you hear the word as from man, uh-huh, it is the authority of a man that you experience. So sometimes the word will not work because a man has no authority. You understand what I'm saying? John 3, 27. A man can receive nothing except it is given to him from above. Amen. But when you receive the word as from God, then the authority of the one who you are receiving the word from is the same authority that will determine the power of enforcement. If the president said that from today, you are tax-free. Brothers and sisters, may it be you. May it be me. Amen. <laughs> uh, but you have to kill Goliath first. Hallelujah. Amen. It doesn't matter who say whatever. Once the power... Uh, you, listen. It, your father also can say the same thing. That from today you are tax-free. Brother, it will not amount to anything. No. It doesn't matter how old he is. Doesn't matter the gray in his hair. It doesn't matter how he may have doctor, 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 so so and so. It won't change anything. The authority of who is backing the word determines the power of its enforcement. So when you receive the word as from God, the authority from God backs it. Uh huh. So oh, you hear testimonies. So one day somebody said, Ah, I think I do not really believe sometimes the things that you say. That is why I don't see the manifestation. I said, okay, then you have answered the question. <laughs> I said, you have answered your, your own question. And I've always said it, that if you cannot receive the vessel that God sends you, it is not worth staying there. It, does, it will not help you. Hallelujah. Even if you are in this house and you cannot receive the vessel that God is using to be a blessing to you, it will, I, won't, I will never be of blessing to you. Not that I don't want to, but it can happen. Because in Mark chapter 6, verse 4 to 6, 
Bible said that when Jesus entered into his own hometown, Jesus had healed the, the madman of Gadaria in chapter 5. He had healed the woman with the issue of blood in chapter 5. He had raised up Jairus' daughter in chapter 5. He was going into his own country to perform some blessings for them. He said, I will not let outsiders enjoy, whereas my father's house, my mother's house will not enjoy. Jesus went there, verse 4 to 6. But Jesus said unto them, a prophet is not without honor. And he marveled because of their unbelief. Verse number 5, he marveled because of their unbelief. Save that he laid his hands upon a few sick fold and healed them. Verse number six. And he, look at verse number six. And he marveled because of their unbelief. And he went round about the villages teaching. Hallelujah. So, receive the career of the message or the word in the name of the sender, not in the name of the career. And number two, believe the word as from the sender in this case from god not as from the man say me a believing amen. amen now my daughter um benedicta was in the spirit when she quoted the shunammite woman you know the shunammite woman whose son died after they had built a penthouse they had done something powerful for the man of god the man of god said what can i do for them said well there is nothing the woman said well there is nothing that we need we live amongst our own people and then and then then the servant came and said that they don't have a son he said Gehazi came and then Gehazi said they don't have a child and then the man of God said a year by now according to the time of life you'll be carrying your own baby the woman said man of God don't lie to me I am very wealthy I have gone to all the um pharmacists i've gone to all the professionals i've gone to all the perfectionists and whatever i've not gotten it that man of god said according to what you have done for me receive this grace it came over now when the boy died and then she went to confront the man of god the man of god gave his staff my goodness that staff was a miracle working staff watch me watch me one day the sons of the prophet are you listening to me one day, the sons of the prophet went to fetch um, water. They were, they were going to cut tree and wood and all that to come and build a house. They had gone to Tyre. They had gone to borrow an axe, a cutting edge. As they were hewing the tree, the axe head went and fell inside the water and then sank deep. And then one of the guys that went to borrow, already he knew that one of their predecessors a prophet one of the prophets had gone to borrow something and he had died and couldn't pay they nearly took his children away they nearly took the the widow's children away he took the same prophet to pray for them to have overflow and pay off their debt so when this guy saw that this axe head had fallen in he knew that charlie i'm dead i'm finished my wife maybe they will come and even take my wife so he started crying he said alas master the axe head was borrowed. The man of God took the, 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 the staff, threw it into the water. Let them cut the staff, threw it into the water. The axe head that has sunk, the metal, started swimming, pa, 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 and came up. That was how powerful, that was how powerful that rod and staff was. He gave the same staff to Gehazi and said, go and lay it on the dead child. When Gehazi was on his way going, the woman said, man of God, if you are not going, we are all staying here. We will all sleep here. The boy will get rotten in my home, but we will all stay here. That was why the rod could not wake up his son. He didn't believe. She didn't believe. 
Do you understand? She didn't believe that the man that the prophet was sending could do something miraculous. So that thing could not work. That thing could not work. When you do not receive the sent vessel, the word from the sent vessel cannot be a blessing to you because he's not carrying his own words. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Number two, what must I do? Number two, run with the word. Habakkuk. Two, one to three. Run with the word. And then when we finish Habakkuk chapter two, verse one to three, we will also read James chapter two, verse 17 to 19. Run with the word. Many people cannot run with the word. And on Sunday, I took time to explain what it means to run with the word. Because the issues of life will come against the word. Sometimes when the word comes, the moment the word came, then you see that the greatest opposition will also be coming. I pray for you. I say you are healed. And then now, even now that I finish praying, that is when you now feel the excruciating pain. The pain now becomes more. And then you go like, hey, I wish he has not prayed for me. Because when you prayed for me, the pain even increased. <laughs> Sometimes, you start paying tight. And the moment you start paying tight, the enemy comes after your finances. Now, it looks like all the avenues are stopping. Listen, the enemy is not a fool. If he knows that what you are doing is what is going to bring the answer, he will fight that one. Anytime you see that what, you, what, it, what is scripturally enshrined in the Bible, you are trying to do it, and there is attack coming, keep on doing it. Hey! Keep on doing When you are taking medication, you go to the hospital and they give you some pills. And they say, take two in the morning, take two in the afternoon, take two in the evening. You take two in the morning, take two in the afternoon, and the pain is there. Do you say that because the pain is there, I've stopped? What do you do? Come on, speak with me. Preach with me. What do you do? So why is it that for the word of God, what the word has enshrined that you should do? You started doing it and attack came. He said, oh boy, I better remain in my corner. <laughs> I better remain in my... No, don't remain in your corner. Keep pushing the word. Many people cannot run with the word. When issues come, they say, brother, you know something? The word is there, but the facts too are different. <laughs> I will stand upon, how are you there? I will stand upon my watch and set me upon the tower and I will watch Lois, to see what you will say unto me. All I'm looking for, the reason why my eyes are red, my eyes are open, I'm not batting an eye, I'm not blinking my eye is because I want to see what you will say unto me. And he said what I shall also answer when I'm reproved, verse number 2 and 3. He said, and the Lord answered me and said, in order for the word to work in your life, write the vision, the word. I saw today that many people are put on their status. I am unlimited. I was excited for them. I am unlimited. I am unlimited. Somebody to be running with some strange word. The world is hard. <laughs> Bouncing and bubbling on their status. The world is a difficult place. Strange, strange, strange messages. He said, Write the vision. What have you heard this month? It is the overflow. I believe it. I, be, I believe it. I, it. It is enshrined in my mind. So I am expecting nothing but the overflow. Write the vision and make it plain upon tables. Be accountable. That is what he's saying. Do things that will let the vision come to pass. 
be accountable. Let it be plain upon tables that he who ran may read it. So as you are moving through the day, I am unlimited. As you are moving through the day, it is my, it is my year of uncommon favor. As you are walking through the day, it is my month of the overflow. As you are walking, declare I cannot be sick with long life full of prosperity shall he satisfy me that the thing that we say eh, they are not jargons and they are not rhetorics to entertain us they are things that the lord downloaded to me i will never do anything that the lord has not said because if i do what the lord has not said i must enforce it but if i do what the lord has said my goodness even when i'm snoring the lord will cause it to come to pass you had a testimony of this beautiful damsel. I had never seen her. She had never seen me. She saw me in her dream. Beyond the borders of America. We were together in America. In a certain state. In a very rich neighborhood. Doing ministry. And I went to her house. I said, you, come to church. She said the next thing, she saw herself in the church. Three days afterwards, she was checking through people's status. Like the way sometimes I do. To see what people are thinking in their mind. Because what you think of in your mind is what you put on your status. I mean, that is real. Hallelujah. She saw my picture. She said, Pastor Charles, that is the man that I saw in my dream. He said, tell me the dream. She began narrating the dream. Hey, 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 hey. The man said, when you come, find time. (laughs) And appear into the nearest police station. (laughs) That is why she's here. Do you understand what I'm saying? I was somewhere, probably sleeping. Or maybe on the prayer line. The Lord was busily introducing something to her. That was later to become a mega story. Do you understand what I'm saying? What am I saying, ladies and gentlemen? What I'm saying is that anytime you are committed to what the Lord has said, the Lord himself will enforce it. So he says, write a vision, make it plain that he may run, that read it. Look at the next one, verse number three. For the vision is for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak. If you run with the word, it will speak. Even if it is left with one hour for the time to expire, it will come to pass. Yeah. Even if it is left with one minute for the period to expire and you are holding on to it, it will never fail. Yeah. In the mighty name of Jesus, you will never be put to shame. Hey, you got to believe this word. It always bubbles in my spirit. You will never be put to shame. If you come one step with shame, the Lord will cancel it. You come one moment with shame, the Lord will extend it. You deplete all your grace and all your mercy, the Lord will replenish it. You shall never be put to shame. Now decree prophetically, by the spirit of prophecy, that you will never be put to shame. Your children will not be put to shame. Your spouse will not be put to shame. Your ministry will not be put to shame. Your business will not be put to shame. Your career path, your academic path will not be put to shame. Your relationship will not fail. Say me a believing amen. What must I do? Decongest your mind of what is in your mind. Huh? And run with the word. Many people's minds are congested with the issues of life. And one important thing that congests the mind. Watch me, watch me. Don't forget it. One of the most important things from the pit of hell that congests the mind is your yesterday and your past mistakes. 
Uh-huh. The devil will be playing it in your mind. Even as the message is coming, the devil can be playing it in your mind. He said, this word that he is speaking doesn't concern you. No, it doesn't concern you. You look at you. Close your eyes. It is even better you had not even come to church. The devil will be using it against you. So your mind is preoccupied. So it doesn't have a breathing space and a ground of fertilization for the word. But so mightily grew the word. And it prevailed. Say in the name of Jesus. Can you lay your hand on your forehead? Say in the name of Jesus. I got the mind of Christ. I got the mind of Christ. My mind is set on things above. It doesn't matter my past. It doesn't matter my errors. It doesn't matter my mistakes. My mind is saturated with the mind of Christ. Devil, leave now. In the name of Jesus, I am free. Come on, come on, come on. Shout it. Say, I am free. Say, I am free. Give a clap unto the Lord and a shout unto the Lord to oust the devil. The name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So, running with the word will also entail two things. Holding on to the word and acting the word. When we say run with the word, two things are involved in running with the word. Reggie, are you around? Yeah, you have to be. Holding on to the word. And acting the word. Holding on to the word. James chapter 2, 17 to 19. When we say run with the word, running with the word, Hafiz, is holding on to the word. Now we're standing, what happens? And number two, acting the word out. Even so, faith, if it has no works, that Jermaine is dead being alone. So you see, when faith, when the sperm is alone, it is dead. Uh huh. That is why, okay, children are in the house. I won't speak. Amen. That is why sperm can't stay out for a very long time. It has to work. Faith has to work. If it doesn't work, it dies. Now look at the next one. Yeah, faith can die. Faith can die. And then he say, yeah, a man may say that I have faith. And somebody also may say I have works. And then he says, show me your faith without your works. How can you say I have faith and you are not holding on to it? And he said, and I will show you my faith by my works. By my works. By my works. So do you know what is the works of faith? You are pressing. You are pressing. The system and the situation looks like it is getting you back. Paul said, one thing I do, I forget about the past and I press on you got to press on. You got to press on. The more you are doing, the more the attacks are coming. But keep pressing on. Keep pushing your way. Keep saying, I can do it. Keep saying, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You did it the first time. It didn't work. Do it again. Try it the first time. It didn't work. Don't lose hope. Keep holding. Keep pressing. Keep pressing. Isaiah 50 and verse number 7. Isaiah 5, 0 and verse number 7. He said, I have set my face as a flint stone. I've, I've set my face. For the Lord, God will help me. Therefore, shall I not be confounded. You see, the reason why you got to keep holding the word is because the Lord God will help you. The word will not fail. He said, therefore, have I set my face like a flint. 
and I know that I shall not be ashamed. If it is left with one millisecond for the word to be expired, you will see it. The Lord will honor you. The Lord will glorify you. In the overflow, there is rest. The Lord will bring you rest. I said this month, the Lord will bring you absolute rest. Receive it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Rest in your health. Take it in Jesus' name. Rest in your mind. Take it in Jesus' name. Rest in your relationship. Take it in Jesus' name. Rest in your work with God. Take it in Jesus' name. Rest in your finances. Take it in Jesus' name. Rest in every area of your life. Receive it in Jesus' name. Therefore, shall I not be ashamed. When you are running with the word, nothing will stop you from continuity. Running with the word means continuity. These are they that have continued with me. You got to continue in the word. Say in the name of Jesus, I will continue in the word. Number three, what must I do? The final point. Number three, release the word. So, number one, we said hear the word from God. In hearing the word from God, you receive the career as though he's from God, not in his name. You believe the word from him as though it is from God, not from him. And then you run. Number two, you run with the word. Hold on to it. Act it out. Hallelujah. Mahadabaya. Now number three, release the word. Release the word. We do three things to release the word. Number one, by confessing it. To release the word, number one, you confess it. Number two, you pray it. And number three, you think the word. Psalm 119, verse number 97. Should I repeat them? I'll say them again. How do I release the word? Which is the third point in working the word. Number one, by confessing it. By confessing it. You can write this scripture for confessing it. That is in Mark chapter 11, 20 to 23. Jesus said, have faith in God. And then he said, whatsoever. Look at uh, uh, Mark chapter 11. Let's go systematically. Okay, I'll give you all the three points under that with the scriptures. So let me start with the first one. By confessing it. How do I release the word? By confessing it. Mark 11, 20 to 23. And when they came, oh, 20. In the morning as they passed by, they saw that the fig tree was dried up from the roots. And Peter recalling, verse number 21, let's be very quick, please. Peter recalling to remember and said unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree which you cursed is withered away. In verse number 22. And Jesus answering said, have faith in God. Now verse 23 has to do. How, what does it mean to have faith in God? How do I release the word by confessing it? For verily I say unto you, only in one verse, look at how many times the proclamation came in. Number one, that whosoever shall say somebody say shall say that is the first say number one number two unto this mountain be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart but shall believe those things which he saith number two it shall come to pass he shall have whatsoever he in the same verse three things when Jesus said have faith in God he was explaining what it means to have faith in God and he said, having faith in God is speaking against that situation in the name of God. In the name of God. In the name of God. Look at that devil, eyeball to eyeball. He tell that devil, it's either you live here or I live here. 
and then you tell the devil that according to Jude chapter 1 and verse number 6, the angels that did not maintain their original estate in heaven and they were cast down, they are not supposed to be on earth. They are not supposed to be, let alone in human beings. They are supposed to be in everlasting chains, awaiting judgment. What are you doing here? I remember one day I was praying for somebody that they said was dying. I said, you can't die. The spirit said, I've already killed him. I said, he can't die. The spirit said, I have already finished him. And then I quoted the scripture. The angels which kept not their first estate, which was in heaven, but left their own habitation. Angels are not supposed to be on earth. They are supposed to be in the heavenly realms. Bible says that and have left their own habitation. He has reserved everlasting chains under darkness unto the day of judgment. They are not supposed to be on earth. If they were supposed, shh, watch me, shh, everybody watch me. Abby, if they were supposed to be on earth, as you are walking and you see human beings, you should also be seeing ghosts. Why is it that when people see ghosts, the ghosts try to run away? Have you thought about it? Because they are not supposed to be here. Legally, spirits are not supposed to be on earth. So evil spirits, they are parambulating. They are illegal immigrants. You got to suck them. You look at that devil eyeball to eyeball. The devil tells you, eh, because of this and that and that. You tell him, are you a citizen? Number one, are you supposed to be here? In the first place, to even bring an accusation from me to God. Are you supposed to be here? He said, no. He said, then get out. You see, you must molest the devil. You must let him know who you are. Hallelujah. You got to talk to that situation. Jesus said, whoever shall say. You got to talk to that situation. Talk to that devil. Speak to that condition. Maybe the more you are speaking, the more it is increasing. Don't stop talking it. Keep saying it. I love Pastor Chris. He said, keep saying it. He said, keep talking it. Don't stop talking it. You wake up in the morning, I am healed. You cannot move your leg. Still keep on saying, I am healed. Let the weak say, I am strong. Let the poor say, I am rich. He didn't say, confess what you are feeling. He said, confess what you are expecting. Don't say what you are going through. Say what you are expecting. Because two things are happening. Whatever you say will give credibility to what must happen. So here you are. In the first place, you are broke. Why do you go about saying, I am broke? I am broke. What are you expecting? Are you expecting to be continually broke or you are expecting to be rich? Which one do you want? What you are expecting is what you should say. Not what you are feeling. Not what you are going through. So you begin to say, I am blessed. (laughs) And the more you say, I am blessed, maybe the poor is even calling you poor. Don't let it stop you. Keep saying it. I am blessed. I am favored. I am anointed. I am empowered. People are castigating against you. The accuser of the brethren is coming against you. You tell the devil, I am the righteousness of God. I am the righteousness of God. The devil begins to play your mind back to you. He begins to play your mistakes back to you. You keep shouting it. I am the righteousness of God. You can't stop me, devil. You can't have, you can't, you cannot impair my advancement. The name of Jesus. Hallelujah. All of a sudden, you see that the entanglement that is like a web in your mind will be cut. Pa, 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 pa. And then all of a sudden, your mind will be free. Then go like, whoa. Yes. What happened? Because if the devil is able to arrest your mind, you are doomed. He arrests if he takes your mind. Huh? <laughs> I would say that Mark 3.27. He said, if you want to possess the goose of a strong man, you better arrest that strong man, bind him. So the devil and your strong man is your mind. 
the devil arrests your mind, you are doomed. Anything that people call addiction and all that, it is in the mind. When your mind is detoxified, your conscience comes alive. Then you go like, ah, what am I doing here? Why am I doing this? No, I can't do it. Hallelujah. You are coming there in Jesus' name. Tayo, say me, I believe in amen. You are coming there in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So, releasing the word, confessing it. Number two, praying the word. Praying the word. Ezekiel chapter 37, 1 to 10. The pastor, the prophet, it was a mighty army, but it was dry bones. He had to pray it. And I love what first lady said. He said, any prophecy, rhema, promise, which becomes a package inside your pocket, you will not see the manifestation. You got to unwrap it. That is why when they give you a gift, you have to unwrap it to see what is in. Sometimes you look at it and you go like, I'm surprised, you know, because that thing you are, now as you are unraveling it, you didn't know what was inside until you saw it and you became excited. That is what we do. Huh? That is what we do, brothers and sisters. When you are praying the word, you speak the word out. He said, I prophesy. Verse number, look at verse number three, from verse number three. And he said unto me, son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, oh Lord, only you know. He was very smart. He knew that if he doubted God, God could kill him. By, by he saying that God, no, 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 no. The, can we start from verse number two? This is my last point anyway. And he caused me to pass, in fact, verse one. The hand of the Lord was upon me. He carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley, which was full of bones. And he said, verse two, and indeed, <laughs> they were not just bones. Look at it. He caused me to pass by them. And behold, there were very many in the open. And lo, lo, it means indeed, indeed, in reality, they were very dry. Verse number three. <laughs> and he said, son of man, can these bones live? There are situations sometimes when we pray. He said that, man of God, you have prayed, but whatever will happen, I receive it. <laughs> I mean, that was where the prophet was. He saw the bones at the Germain. He said unto me, son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, Lord, as for this one, only you know. It was a smart answer. He knew that if he said unto God, no, these bones can't live. God can kill him. For doubting him. Because he's a prophet. He's supposed to know better. And if he also said that these bones can live. No, 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 no. They were very dry. <laughs> so to be on the safer side. He said, Lord, this one. <laughs> only you know. <laughs> I mean, that was a very smart answer. Verse number four. And the Lord said unto me. Prophesy to these bones. Pray. 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 Come on the prayer line. Pray. Wake up in the morning, pray. Notwithstanding what is happening or what you have done, pray. Don't let what has happened stop you from appearing in Zion. Devil comes to tell you, don't go because you lied. Don't go because this. You may miss your major breakthrough and visitation. No matter what happens, listen to me. No matter what happens, be in Zion. Appear in Zion. And when you come, don't come proud. <clears throat> Don't come saying that, well, it has happened. You know, you come. Lord, have mercy. 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 You pray it. Hallelujah. But pray the word. 
You receive the word. You wake up in the morning. I am unlimited. Lord, in this month, in Jesus' name, there is overflow. Overflow where? Where you want overflow may be different from where I want overflow. Do you understand? As I'm standing here right now, ladies and gentlemen, if something happened and then after Beulah, there's another baby coming, I will cry before the Lord. I'll say, Lord, because it's not an overflow for me. Do you understand what I'm saying? But somebody is an overflow. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So your overflow is... <laughs> May the Lord give it to you. <laughs> In overflow, whatever be your request, say amen. So your overflow is different from my overflow. Whichever and whatever is your overflow. This month, I'm talking about this month of September. You will see the manifestation. Would you say me a believing amen? And would you say me, I receive it? So, pray it. Pray it. When you believe it in your inside, and you pray it forth on the outside, then it gives birth to the creative force of faith. The believing you do inside, and the speaking forth you do outside, is what together generates the creative force of faith. In Genesis chapter 1 from verse number 3, Bible says, And God said, and he saw, and God said, and he saw, and God said, and God said, let there be light. And there was light. What you see is what will happen. And number three, and I release the word, think the word. Think the word. Think the word. Somebody say me a believing amen. Think the word. Now, when you release the word, number one, Satan bows. Number two, angels act. On what you say. And number three. God backs what you say. These three things happen. Anytime you release the word. Number one. Satan bows. The Lord said in Luke 21 15. I will give you a voice. A mouth. That the enemy cannot withstand or gainsay. So when you say it. Satan must bow. Satan must bow. Initially it will be like he's resisting it. But he will give up. So Satan bows. That is in Luke 21 verse 15. Of course, in Isaiah 54, verse 17, he said that whatsoever rises up against you in judgment, you shall condemn it. In judgment, you shall condemn it means that you shall speak it. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that rises up against you in judgment, in judgment, in saying, in releasing the word, you will condemn it. So we condemn by releasing. Number two, angels act on what you say. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 and verse number 6. Angels act on what you say. And finally, God backs what you say. Suffer not your mouth to cause your flesh to sin. Neither say that before the angel. It was an error. Why should God be angry at your voice and destroy the works of your hands? And number three, God backs what you say. Psalm 81 verse 10. Open your mouth wide. And what will happen? And I will fail it. And then Isaiah 44 verse 26. The Lord that confirms the words of a servant. So what you release is what God confirms. I want you to be on your feet. Give a clap unto the Lord. If you have finished writing, if you have not finished writing, ask somebody, God bless you. You act in response to the word. You act in line with the word. Three things that you do. Number one, you do what? You hear the word from God, not from the man. Number two, you do what? You run with the word. Number three, what do you do? You release the word. In hearing the word from God, what do you do? You receive this career, 
of the word as though he's from God. Number two, you do what? You receive his message, the word. Number two, when you are running with the word, what do you do? You hold on to the word, notwithstanding what is happening. And then you also do what? You act the word out. My goodness. Number three, when you are releasing the word, what are the three things that you do to release the word? Number one, you confess the word. You wake up, you confront that situation with the word. Number two, you do what? You pray the word. Lord, did you not say? Isaiah chapter 1 and verse number 18 and 19. He said, come and let's reason together. Did you not say that this and that and that? Did you not say that this? Come now and let us reason together. So you pray the word. And number three, what do you do? You think the word. He said, your commandment. I didn't give you scripture on that. Let me give you two scriptures on that because I want you to have a scripture on any or, or on all. Now, Psalm 119. I gave it, but we didn't read it. Psalm 119, verse 97 to 100. Quickly, look at it. Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation. My goodness. I think of it all day, Dahlia. Look at that. We are reading to 100. The next one, verse 98. Though through thy commandments you have made me wiser than my enemies. So as you are thinking of the word, you become wiser than the enemy. And he says that, no, I have not finished with the, uh, the 98. Look at the second part of 98. For they are ever with me. So I think about it. I am in the overflow. I am unlimited. I am in the overflow. It makes me wiser than my enemies. Look at 99. 99 says that I have more understanding than all my teachers. Do I have students here? Listen. Listen. If you will always read your Bible every day as a student, there is no course that will bamboozle you. There is no course that will confuse you. Hey! This course, even the toughest has been cracked down by it. You will crack it open. I said you will crack it open. Do you know what you must do? Before you study, take the Bible. Read a portion. And then pray that word into activity. When you finish, gather the books. You will eat it as a hungry student. And you realize that the thing will be going. Some will be stationed here. Some will be stationed here. Some will be stationed there. Here. Everywhere. Some will be stationed. Because you know what? You first of all set the platform of your mind with the word. So he said that I have more understanding than all my teachers. Why? For your testimonies are my meditation. You hear testimonies here. Don't just listen to them and then go. You keep them. Hey! The sister passed that exam with distinction. Even though she said she didn't write much. Why? Because she said, I prayed. She said, I did this. She said, I was in the house of God working. I even went for rehearsal. I even did. And then you begin to apply them. Look at 100, verse 100. He said, I understand more than the ancient, the old. I understand more than the old. Why? Because I keep your precepts. Psalm 1 and verse number 1 to 3. Blessed, are, blessed is he that worketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scum. But look at verse 2. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate, he thinks of it day and night. Lord, you said overflow. I believe it. Hey, 
Did you hear, hear what Papa said? That God says it is a month of overflow. Do you know how you know that you are thinking about the word? Somebody comes to you and say, Canon, I don't know what is going to happen. Things are not working the way I'm expecting. He said, no, 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 no. Don't think like that. Didn't you hear the theme that came this month? It is our overflow. That means you are thinking of the word. So when you think of the word, you pump it into other people. People come with all manner of situations. You overrule it with what you are thinking. Say mere believing, amen. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. You can keep it. I want you to pray. Just two minutes and I'm praying. Say in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I want to work this word out. This month, I receive grace to work the word. Now lift up your voice and begin to pray. Just two minutes, begin to pray. Can you pray? Just one minute. One and a half minutes more. Pray. Lord, give me the grace to work the word. The grace to work the word. Communion stewards, I want you to prepare yourself for the communion. In the name of Jesus, today we'll be taking the communion to enforce the word that we have received. The mighty name of Jesus. Padosa tabrahade. Kedosi atabanta. Lebrado shantaliata. Mantone mramase adaba. Father, in the name of Jesus, we want to run with the word. Yes, in the name of Jesus, whatever you are believing God for, the overflow is available. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Mazota brande kaba Yes, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. We give you all the praise and all the glory. In Jesus' blessed and mighty name. Would you want to put your hand on your heart in case you are here? You don't have a relationship with the Lord Jesus. I want to pray quickly with you. Now, you put down your hands first. I want to pray with people that don't have a relationship with the Lord Jesus. You want to have a relationship with the Lord Jesus. You are here. You are online. I, 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 I want you to say this prayer with me. If you are here, you can lift up your hands. If you, you are here, you can lift up your hand. You want to have a relationship with the Lord. But if you are online... I want you to pray this prayer aloud with us. As much as it, it, uh, salvation is so important, it comes by declaration. So say with me, dear Lord Jesus, thank you for your word that has come to me tonight. With my heart, I believe you came to die. You paid my price. With my mouth, I confess that Jesus is Lord over my life. From today, I am born again have a relationship with the lord jesus amen and amen father on that note we pray we decree and we declare that no one is a victim of situations and circumstances from now because we have changed citizenship as many as received him to them gave he the power we have received the power to become we are citizens of heaven the devil cannot molest us he cannot abuse us he cannot traumatize us he cannot confuse us. From today, we are born again. Jesus, blessed and mighty name. Let somebody shout me a very believing amen. Hallelujah. Now, online, in-house, I want you to take your bread, 
Jesus took the bread. It was just bread. But he blessed it. And when he had broken it, he didn't call it bread. He said, it is my body. Father, we thank you for the word of wisdom regarding and the word of knowledge regarding the communion. We know that it was bread. But when Jesus blessed it and he broke it, he said, it is my body. When he blessed the cup, he said, it is my blood. We receive the body. And as we break it, we refer to it as the body of Christ. We receive the cup. And as we bless it, we receive it as the blood of Jesus. As we eat the body and drink the blood, grant us the fortitude and the grace to work the word out. So mightily grew the word and it prevailed. Let it bring us grace to work the word out in Jesus' blessed and mighty name. Amen. Eat the body and the blood of Jesus together. Your life will never be the same. Hallelujah. Now you want to do me a favor. All of you online, keep staying there. For me, we are closing in the next three minutes. In the next two minutes, probably. Now, we want to receive an offering for the Lord. We do here in Holy Hill Chapel. We believe in sowing. It is sowing that generates harvest. There cannot be harvest without sowing. And of course, every time we sow, it is not just about the seed. It's also about the soil. You, 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 you sow a good seed on a wrong soil, you waste it. Many people can waste their seeds. But when you sow in Holy Hill Chapel, Tennessee, I can assure you by the grace of God, just by the grace of God, that it is a fertile soil. So I want you to lift up a powerful seed. Now all of you online, you will see the giving portal on. I want you to subscribe. You can take a shot of it anytime you want to sow. Maybe not even during service. The Lord lays a seed. Listen, you must never do anything. And one of these is I'm going to teach about the principles of overflow. And one of them is that start anything new with a seed in the ground. It is the wisdom of God that many people don't know. Hallelujah. (laughs) I will teach it in the course of the month. The principles of overflow. Amen. By the way, please lift it up. You want to do through tightly. You want to do through PayPal. You want to do through checks. Now, for the sake of those that will be listening on the podcast who might not have the opportunity of seeing. Now, if you want to do through PayPal, just look us up at holyhilltn at gmail.com. Holyhilltn is one word. Holyhill. H-O-L-Y-H-I-L-L-T-N at gmail.com. And the attention name will be Hawa. And then you can do your payment through there. If you want to do tightly, it's just a matter of sending the word give to the number 833-859-4117. 833-859-4117. If you're outside the United States, you start with plus one. And then it will prompt you and then you can do it. If you want to mail your checks to us, you mail it to our address. If you go on our website or you go on our, any of our pages, you will see our website. I mean our address. 1407 Northwest Broad Street. Memphis Borough TN 37129. Alright, lift it up. Father, we thank you for the grace of giving. Receive our seed. We thank you for counting us worthy to partner with you. Jesus, blessed and mighty name. Amen. Alright, please drop in your offering with joy and with gladness of heart, singleness of heart, for God loves a cheerful giver. 
Jesus name. Tomorrow morning 3 a.m. the prayer line will be active. I thought you'll give a clap because I'm excited about it. Amen. Please come on. Remember we are fasting tomorrow. The prayer line will be active in the morning, in the afternoon. When we go to class, the prayer line will still be active. Amen. And then on Friday too, we are fasting and then we are praying. And you know what we are praying against? Surprise attacks. Pray against surprise attacks. The enemy said, we will come upon them suddenly and they will not know. Nehemiah chapter 4, verse number 11. He said, we will come into their midst on our ways. There will not be any surprise attack on you. Neither will there be any surprise attack on me. So please, tomorrow, let they who have ear hear what the Spirit is saying. Please fast. Pray. Fasting will not kill you. (laughs) Amen. To even make you more beautiful and more handsome. (laughs) So please fast tomorrow. Fast on Friday from 6 to 6. If you can't do 6 to 6, do from 6 to 3 p.m. You can do it. Amen. And then if you are lactating and you want to do 6 to 12, you can do it. Amen. Or whatever. But try to do something at all costs. Be part of it. Shall we be on our feet? Pray against surprise attacks. It's very, very important to me. The enemy will not surprise us. Father, the name of Jesus, we thank you for the overflow. We thank you for your word. We thank you for all our online members. Bless them. They have stayed with us throughout. They have always continued with us. Bless them in Jesus' name. Let the overflow mandate work in their lives. Everyone that was able to come from afar, McMinnville and far. Father, I pray, bless us. The name of Jesus. Our sacrifices will never go in vain. The mighty name of Jesus. The Lord bless you. Say amen. The Lord honor you. Say amen. The Lord favor you. The Lord make your night sweet. And the Lord cause his countenance to shine upon you. Go from here with the confidence and assurance that in Christ Jesus, you are more than a conqueror. Jesus blessed and mighty name. Let's share the grace of God together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. We want to take our prophetic declaration with long life, full of prosperity and sound health. Shall you satisfy me and my household? All the days of our lives. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you in Jesus. Blessed and mighty name. Service has ended. I'll see you, God willing, on Sunday for a powerful service. Bye-bye.